Hi, this is Sid and Katie, and welcome back to Serial Talk. So sit back and relax and eat some cereal as we talk about serial killers, like Charles Manson. Okay, so like Charles Manson, who even is this dude? Well, it turns out he was this cool musician guy who was like really good and he even wrote a song for the Beach Boys, but like people like scammed him and like he became like really angry at these people and started like forming cult with all these family members and then ended up killing some people. But you know, it's like no big deal. No big deal, am I right? Like you just kill some people here and there and like you're just well off, you know? But, like, why did people look up to this dude? Why made Charles Manson so special? Well, why wouldn't you look up to him? He started a family. He had, like, five people with him, and it kept growing. And they all wanted to kill people for him. I heard it got up to, like, a hundred people. Holy crap, really? I know, I know. And, like, he, like, persuaded these women with drugs and, like, LSD. And they did, like, magic shrooms. And they all just did it because they didn't know better. They They were like, there's this guy coming up to me, like, offering me some things. I might as well just take it. Like, he's a cute you dude. You know, whatever. Like, he kills me at night. He plays music. Who wouldn't want to be with this Literally, dude? He made a song for the Beach Boys. Who wouldn't? For the Beach Boys? Yeah, the Beach oh Boys. Oh, my God. The Beach Boys. The Beach Boys. The Beach Boys. <laughs> so, Sid, why do you think Charles Manson is the way that he is? So, his mother had him when he was 16, but his father left his mother before he was even born. And Charles Manson's mother was imprisoned for an armed robbery when he was really young which made Charles Manson move in with his aunt and uncle in West Virginia. But then, Charles Manson started to get into crime at age nine. Age nine? I know, really young. What the and he heck? spent a lot of his time in juvie. For I didn't even know what jail was when I was nine. I didn't either. I didn't think it was a real place. <laughs> I thought it was made up. So he had like little crimes like armed robbery, burglary, auto theft. I mean, little crimes, but he spent most of his time in juvie. But then... Eventually, he was released from prison in 1967. Oh, so he was trying to get his parents to pay attention to him by, like, doing, like, bad things and going to jail. Perhaps, perhaps. But, like, they never came back for him. They never did. That's so sad. Mother went to jail and never came back. Never thought twice about this dude. Well, this explains why he went psycho. So, Katie, what happened to Charles Manson after he got released from prison in 67? Um, well, after he was released, he moved to San Francisco and while he was there, he attracted, like, small and devoted group of people. And these group of people became his family. And Manson was the leader of them. And so Manson, like, ordered them to, like, kill, like, several people. And they just, like, went out and did it. And then there was the famous murder of Sharon Tate. Ooh, Sharon Tate. Yeah. I heard that she lived in the Beach Boy house. And was he- Manson trying to kill the Beach Boys or was he trying to kill Sharon Tate? Well, I don't know. It was, like, really confusing. But, like, what I came out of it was that he was trying to kill the Beach Boys. Like, the director or some guy who, like, cut him off. But she just happened to be at the wrong place at the wrong time. You hate to see it. You hate to see it. (laughs) So, Sid, what made the Sharon Tate murder so special? So, previously, Manson had wrote a song for the Beach Boys. And he was friends with the producer, Terry Mulcher. And the Beach Boys recorded the song that Manson wrote. They, you know, it came out. And they didn't give Manson any credit for the song that they wrote. Like, how? Who would do that? That's so rude. I know. So I now would... people don't know the actual writer of the song. Exactly. People and he like, won't be the... rich. He won't be famous. I know. He doesn't get anything out of it. There was one desire to be a musician. And guess what? The Beach Boys ruined that. So, Manson. What? Asked... 
He went yeah. off as psychotic as he is, a sociopath that he is. <laughs> he decided that he was going to kill whoever lived at 10,050 Cielo Drive. And he told his followers to kill them as gruesomely as they could. So Sharon Tate was there. Her husband was there. And their three guests were there. And Sharon Tate was eight months pregnant. Yeah. And these followers killed all five of them. And there was an 18-year-old, too. 18-year-old. He was trying to leave. He was trying to save his life. He saw the whole life ahead of him. him. I know. Slamed him. Ugh. I know. Gruesome. Gruesome. (laughs) So, Katie, even though Charles Manson ordered his followers to kill these people, did Manson receive any sort of punishment for these actions? Or, like, what happened here? Yeah. So, in 1970, the trial, like, started... And that gained lots of national attention. Oh, we know how Charles Manson loved his attention. (laughs) And so in 1971, the trial ended and Manson was sentenced to death. But then in 1972, the law changed in California. And so the abolishment of capital punishment happened. And his sentence was changed to life in prison. So this doesn't really make sense because... He was sentenced to death before the abolishment of capital punishment, so you would think that they would stay with the death sentence and everything after 1972 would be life in prison and not, like, death sentence. So why was the deal with that? Like, why? What do you think about that? I think these government buddies are just messing everything up. Like, he just went off and killed at least 100 people, and now you're just letting him get off with jail time? Like, that's not fair at all. No, and he's ordering other people to kill, too. So he's not the only killing, but he's ordering people to kill as well. Yeah, and then in 1978, he was eligible for parole. Like, how does that even occur? I don't know. I don't know what the state of California is doing over here. I mean, thank God it was denied and all, but, like, the fact that it was still, like, up there. It was still an option, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. He's killed various people, and he's ordered people to kill various people. So it He even killed a pregnant woman. He killed a pregnant woman. That, does that count like, as two murders? Because she was eight months pregnant. Yeah, that's so cruel. It's like, cruel. in so many levels. What was Charles Manson's main motives to killing so many people? So, Manson referred to Helter Skelter as a racist movement. Helter Skelter was a Beatles song that Manson believed was a white album where white Americans would kill black Americans during a race war. Oh. Kind of weird, but you know, okay. <laughs> He's a sociopath. Let him do his thing. <laughs> but then listening to the song and reading the lyrics, there are no references to race and helter skelter means confused. And the song was also about an amusement park. So how do you get race war out of an amusement park? This guy was on something else, bro. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so Manson interpreted the lyrics as a sign that the race war was imminent and that black americans would defeat white americans and that the black americans wouldn't be able to like handle the country and be able to run the country and that they would look for manson to like help lead the country all right well that's a little racist but you know it's fine uh, and this is how um manson manipulated his followers like saying that he, he can get all this power he they can be part of all this power and that he's going to receive from all the african americans so all his followers believed this I don't know. They did LSD. They did shrooms. They did basically whatever Manson wanted them to do. They believed what they, he wanted them to believe. Have they ever heard of the song? I, clearly not, because it's about an amusement park, and they got race war. They just clearly believed whatever Manson said. So weird. So weird. It's whack. So just a little recap of Charles Manson's life. His mom had him when he was 16, and 
His father left his mother before Charles Manson was even born, so he never knew his father. Charles Manson moved with his aunt and his uncle in West Virginia because his, mo- his mom was imprisoned. And then starting at age nine, Manson got involved in minor crimes like auto theft, armed burglary, no big deal. <laughs> Spent most of his child in juvie, and then he was released from juvie or jail in 1967 and moved to San Francisco. And that's when his life started to somewhat get back together. He wrote a song for the Beach Boys. It was kind of successful. People probably liked it. Didn't get the credit for it. He didn't get credit for it. And he got enraged. And then went off, killed some Sharon Tate and her family. And had her cult members start doing things for him. And then he was like, do you know what? I need some power here. So might as well have this whole race war and take over the country by leading blacks and he believed that helter skelter was about white americans killing african americans right yeah even though it was a song about an amusement park and the song name literally meant confused not race war (laughs) like what the heck i literally have no idea maybe you're a little confused here bud clearly he's confused and he used this um, like motive of power to manipulate his followers as well as drugs and sex so but you know it's fine no big deal the same thing <laughs> same thing and then there's a trial where he got national attention in 1971 and got sentenced to death but then the whole law thing changed and he was just sentenced to a life in prison and that's so unfair. So he ended up dying at age 83. But after not from the being death sentence. In prison instead of just dying right after his trial. Which is kind of weird that they changed his sentence after the abolishment of capital punishment. But, you know, we're well, not going to get into that. Yeah, we're not going to get into that. Whatever. This has been Katie and Sid, and thank you so much for listening to Serial Talk. Hope you really enjoyed that cereal, because we had a really interesting talk. Maybe we'll talk about Ted Bundy next. Ooh, you never know. Ted Bundy tapes. Ooh. It's like...